The views expressed in this presentation are those of the hosts and guests and do not represent the views of any lodge, grand lodge, appended body, or any other person or persons whomsoever. Just a bunch of old guys eating hashed over crock pot food. And I, well, you're just not high enough up in the conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. And the potentate is right where you are. And what no, is he doing? He just starts laughing his ass off. Uh, welcome to the At Refresh from the Sonic Video Podcast. This is uh, one of hopefully many interviews we uh, start to do and release. Well, this interview today is going to be with. Dave Korb, who is part of the Grotto Supreme line. And uh, Dave, tell us a little bit about uh, Supreme Line. What is that? Well, Supreme Line is the, is the governing body of the Grottos of North America. Uh, it consists of eight officers, starting with the Grand Monarch, Deputy Grand Monarch, and runs down the uh, progressive line just like in a, any grotto. Okay, so similar to... Blue Lodge, Grand Line, and, uh, and others? or Correct, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I was born and raised in Akron, Ohio. I currently live in a small little town called Seville. Um, spent 40 years in the mechanical engineering field. Uh, just retired last September. Oh, congratulations. And, uh, thank you. Uh, actually... Are you bored yet? or? You... Actually, no. I, I, <laughs> I do a little bit of consulting work for... for uh, some people doing some engineering work. Okay. Um, I just recently flipped a house. Oh, good. And um, so, nice. I'm, I'm keeping myself busy. How long? Uh, how long have you been a mason? Uh, <clears throat> what is this? This is two. Th- this is 2020. So 29 years. 29 years. 29 years. Yeah. Uh, and how long have you been in Grotto? Uh, Almost just as long. Almost just as long, okay. I, I, I was raised in December of 91 and joined the Grotto in February of 92. Okay, well, um, was it your first independent body or one of many? How, how did uh, that work? It was my first. Uh, I do belong to the York Rite bodies. I belong to Scottish Rite, um, uh, Allied Masonic Degrees, and uh, I believe that's it. Okay. Um, Blue Lodge. Uh, how far did you get in Blue Lodge? I was master of uh, lodge in, in 17. Oh, so. good. Good good for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Did you enjoy it? or? <laughs> I did. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I can't. Um, we, more work than Grotto? or? No, I think Grotto was more work. Really? But Grotto was also more fun. <laughs> the, the Blue Lodge work was, was basically um, a lot of meetings, special meetings, work nights. Uh, running candidates through um, Grotto was more social activities and planning those and and I had a ton of help from my wife Kelly which if I didn't mention her I'd probably have to buy her a dress but (laughs) (laughs) so you know, she was she was as, was my rock basically when I was monarch of the of the grotto and helping plan all the functions and because we had we had at least uh, one function every month along with meetings and and uh, you know by function I mean a social activity we had a Kentucky Derby party we had a Valentine's dinner mm-hmm. uh, St Patrick's Day party so we did something almost every month something like that for the whole grotto. That, that does sound like fun. Yeah. Sounds like uh, a lot of the women get involved too. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we'd like to have our women there. 
we have a Daughters of Mokana in our grotto and um, we're very active with them and try to stay that way. Nice. Keep them involved. Good, good. Um, Blue Lodge, uh, do you think even though after you're a past master that it's still important? Absolutely. Yes. Um, it's, it's the backbone of, of anything, of, of all Masonic activities. I mean, you can't do anything without the Blue Lodge. You can't have York Rite. You can't have Scottish Rite. You can't have the Grotto. How many grottos have you visited since you've been in Supreme Line? Uh, it's been over 20. Um, most of them in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple in Michigan and one in New York City. And then outside of that, then Chicago is next. Okay. So, all right. Excited about this. <laughs> well, without saying any specific grotto, because I don't want you to get you in trouble, we'll, we'll do it like this. What's your favorite state to grotto in? And no offense if it's not Illinois, because we understand. Uh, just because of the familiarity, i got to say Ohio. Okay. So. Go, going back home with that, huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there's so many grottos just within an hour of me. Uh, in the state of Ohio, uh, Baku Grotto, El Sarat Grotto, Atmarai, um, Alibaba. They're all within a, a Nazar Grotto. I can't forget them. They're, they're the closest. So now I'm going to ask you to stand a grotto out. What is the most unique grotto you've been to? Definitely Azim. Azim? Azim in New York City, yes. That name has been tossed around a lot. I mean, I don't, <coughs> I don't know. It just seems like it has, so... Uh, yeah, I went to to one of their ceremonials, and it was just unbelievable. How has traveling been with COVID? Whether Freemasonry Grotto, well, Freemason Grotto is Freemasonry, but throughout your travels at Freemasonry, how has it been? It's been interesting. Um, obviously, we've we haven't done as much traveling as we wanted to, but um, we've done quite a bit. Hotels are a little bit different. You know, you don't get the room service every day like you wanted, so we. <coughs> I learned to bring my own coffee pot. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm only going to have coffee the first morning. You're so. not the only one I know that travels with their own coffee pot, so it's, a, it's just funny. <laughs> Will the hospitality rooms still be the same? And with everybody in such close quarters and moving from room to room, I mean, that's the idea behind it, but can we still expect that? Oh, absolutely. They were this year, this past year in Louisville. Um, you know, sure, everybody wore their mask. <laughs> Um, <laughs> except when they were drinking. Why Grotto? What made you choose Grotto and stick with it? Well, um, interesting story. When, when Kelly and I first got married, um, her stepdad was very involved in, in Grotto, and so was her mother. And if we wanted to see them, we had to go to grotto functions, otherwise we would just never see them. And uh, so we ended up joining the Mixed Bowling League, which bowled two Fridays a month. I joined the Men's Golf League. Um, they had a Grotto unit, which was an acronym for Grotto Riders of the Trail Unit, and we rode the little Yamaha 80s in parades, and I joined okay. that. Um, we had a campers unit, and we joined that, and pretty soon they said, you know, you keep joining all these units, you need to be a member of the grotto. <laughs> so they found, uh, found me a Blue Lodge, and uh, I went through the degrees there, and, and two months later I joined the grotto. And uh, why did I stick with it? It's just the, the brotherhood and uh, 
the camaraderie and it's just so much fun. Why the Supremes line over any other line? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've done local lines as far as my lodge and, and uh, Scottish Rite. Uh, Supreme line, I just felt that I could make a difference in the grotto and, and uh, make sure that it, it stayed going in the, in the right direction. And, and uh, it just sounded like something fun to do, you know, something just to make my wife mad. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> no, no okay. I just had to throw that in there. Okay. okay. Where do you see Grotto going in the future? Well, hopefully, uh, you know, tomorrow night I'm going into Wisconsin to uh, help institute a new Grotto. Uh, and that, which Grotto is that? Art, Artabon. Okay. Artabon Grotto in Waukesha, Wisconsin. I'm not sure I said either one of those right. But. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, there's there's talk of different grottos throughout different parts of the world wanting to join, um, and I, I think right now young men are looking for something, and if we can show them how much fun we have in the grotto, um, I think the grotto can can grow. Uh, but we have to work it. We can't just uh, sit back and you know not go to Blue Lodge or not go to York Rider, Scottish Rider, or the Shrine, and, and talk about grotto because then people won't know about us. So if we do those things and show them what kind of fun we have, and, and uh, I think we can get more more guys involved, and I think everybody needs to do that. And it all starts with the Blue Lodge. So in your words, why should more brothers join Dorado? It's because I said so. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, like I said, I, I, I think... Um, it's just the, the brotherhood and, and uh, the different activities and, and getting together and, and raising money for the, for the dentistry, pro, dentistry program or the Humanitarian Foundation. Um, there, you can have a lot of fun doing that and generate a lot, of, a lot of money. I mean, just Thursday night this past year at Supreme Council, we brought in over $40,000 for the Humanitarian Foundation those guys went out and had fun and raised a little bit of money and that's what grotto is all about that's why you should join the grotto for those that uh are watching this and never heard of the grotto or is wondering well how do i start a grotto because i'm it's my understanding that not every state has a grotto or country or providence has one either how do they go about doing that well uh you need to get a group of guys together and I believe it's the number is 25. Um, and you contact the Supreme Council office and they'll send you out a, a packet of information of everything that's required to, to uh, get started. And uh, once you get those, um, those 25 guys, then you will be uh, granted a dispensation to start holding meetings. And um, it kind of acts as if like a probationary period. And once that period is up, then uh, we will come and charter you, and just like we're doing tomorrow night at uh, for Artabon. Do you need any kind of permission from uh, your Blue Lodge, your Grand Lodge? Uh, some states it may require that. I don't know that um, all states recognize a grotto. 
So it's so, not a requirement for the Supreme, for the, uh, for them to contact Grand Lodge first or anything? No, it, it's, it's really the, uh, the individual that is spearheading the uh, formation of the grotto. They need to check with their Grand Lodge and make sure that, uh, that their Grand Lodge would recognize the grotto and uh, start there, then contact Supreme Council down in Gahanna, Ohio, and uh, they'll send you the packet and you go from there. Excellent. All right, a uh, couple quick fun questions for you. Let's see how you do on these. All right, uh, since we are grotto and we grotto hard here at Chiel, your go-to drink? Uh, any kind of bourbon. Any kind of bourbon. Go-to cigar? Leaf by Oscar. Favorite movie? The Godfather. Favorite quote? Take the cannoli, leave the gun. <laughs> I may have it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oddest thing that we're going to find in your food pantry? Oddest thing you'd find in my food pantry? Whew. I don't go in there very much. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And does it... No, no, go ahead. I was going to say probably Rice Krispies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, does anybody call you the Corbster? I have been called that, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was wondering that. And last one. Uh, <sighs> have you always enjoyed the show? It's okay. You can lie to us. Uh, you know, the, the five minutes that I watched, I really did enjoy it. So. <laughs> well, at least you got through five minutes then. <laughs> Well, Dave, thank you for stopping by and uh, doing this interview with us. It's uh, been a pleasure getting to know you a little bit better. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for coming again. Everyone, thanks for watching. We'll be back with more.